Welcome to episode 17 of Jay's Take Out the Podcast. I am Jay. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore January, and you can follow the blog at www.jaystakeout.com. So tonight, y'all, I'm doing something totally different. I have no co-hosts. I have no questions to ask. It's just Jay's Table for one. I feel like usually on my show, I have co-hosts, I get into their business, I ask them questions. I'm just nosy as fuck. But tonight, it's all about me. So y'all can listen to my business. And you know, that's what I'm saying. I'm about to tell y'all. Not all my business, but I'm about to... Because <laughs> you know I can't be telling you all my business. I don't really know y'all like that. But I'm going to tell y'all a little bit of what has been going on in my dating life. And... You know, I've been around. Not like Tupac's I've been around, but I'm not necessarily settled down. So I have still been talking to B, aka Blue Shirt. Um, I've been talking to Santa, who is the guy I met like during my spring break time, which has been super fun. Like he's like, I'm literally blushing through right now, just like talking about him because he's such a cool guy and I was recently introduced to this guy from Indiana but that's weird because I didn't even know black people lived in Indiana like what the fuck is in Indiana can someone explain to me like like DM me on Instagram what's in Indiana besides the Pacers and the Colts that's all I know so yeah, let's catch up on Jay's dating life. Let's let let me let y'all be nosy for like with me for once. Um, okay, so B, we've been cool. I've honestly like I took a break from him like the end of May because we were just doing nothing but fighting and it was annoying. But in that time, I was still talking to hanging out smoking drinking and chilling with Santa so you know my attention was like wrapped up in one person so I was like I don't really need you right now not I don't really need you but I'm more focused on like where something positive than like be because you know we've been through this cycle for like two and a half years and after I had to cut him off And then I explained to him, like, what's going on? He finally, like, he's finally making, like, progress, but baby steps. But but I feel like by the time he gets, like, his shit together, I'll be over him. And Santa, like, I like him. Like, I, I can honestly say, like, oh, I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast and I'm just all ways, like, I'm always, like, the one who's, like, fuck marriage, partnerships, but I mean, it's honestly kind of still fuck marriage, but if I had to be, pick a partner, like, at this moment, it would be him, and I have an interesting story to tell y'all about Santa, because, yeah, he was so good, it was, like, scaring me, and I was, like, something's wrong with him, like, something is wrong with him, 
And then, so the last guy from Indiana we're going to talk about, he was actually introduced to me by someone else. And if you know me, like I know me, I super duper hate, like if a guy can't approach me or if you talk to me through your friend, that bugs me. But it wasn't that kind of situation. But I also do have a story that goes to that point I made where a guy shouldn't talk to me through his friend. Let's jump into the show. Okay, so let's start with don't talk to me through your friend. So one night I was out with my girlfriends and we went to this bar on Washington Avenue here in Houston. And this guy, like, you know, we were having a good time blowing, like, smoking the pen in the club. Illegal. Just, you know, girl time. My sister's friend was in from California. Good. We were litty. We were enjoying the music. I was trying to shake. Y'all, it, I mean, God blessed me with like all this ass, but Lord knows I cannot shake it for nothing, which is like a gift and a curse because I don't need to be shaken. So anyway, this guy came up to me. He was like, yo, mistake number one. He was like, yo, my friend wants to talk to you. And I was like, okay, who's your friend? Like, where's your friend? We turned around. He pointed at his friend. And I was like, okay, so does your friend, like, not have words? Like, can your friend not speak for himself? He was like, no, no, don't do that. He was just kind of scared. And I was like, okay, that's cool or whatever. But if your friend is old enough to get into this bar and old enough to buy a drink, He is old enough to approach me for himself. Like, I do not talk through friends. That is so annoying. That's annoying to me personally, only because I'm the type of girl who will, if I see something, I'm going to say something. If I see a guy I like, I'm going to walk up to him and approach him. Like, I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? I'm going to introduce myself, blah, blah, blah. Don't talk to me through your friend. That's annoying. So I told all this to his friend and he was like, why you got to be like that? You beautiful Nubian queen. I lost. When I tell y'all I lost my shit, I was like, okay, now I'm a beautiful Nubian queen. I'm just thinking in my head, what a hotep ass nigga. But yeah, so I was like, don't talk to me through your friend because if your friend is interesting, he should talk to me himself. Like, if I get his number, am I going to have to text you and you relay the message to him? How is all of this going to work? So that's why that annoys me. Just be a man. See something, say something. I look good. Approach me. Talk to me. I'm not going to, like, blow you off or I'm not going to be like, oh, get out of my face. You know, like, I'm going to, I'm a personable person. I expect you to be the same, especially if you want my time and attention. So this guy from Indiana, I was working out in the gym and I know y'all are like, oh my God. It's like, (laughs) do you meet every fucking guy in the gym? Kind of. Because that's like, I only go to the gym. I go to work. I go to school. I go home. But um, so, you know, I was like working out in my Lulu's or whatever. And I always see him, like, I always see him seeing me. So this girl approached me and she was like, you see that guy I was just talking to? And I was like, um, 
Yeah. First of all, if I'm in the gym and you talk to me, I'm a little annoyed because you're making me take my earphones out. And, you know, I got to stop in the middle of my workout. My pre-workout only lasts so long, whatever. But since I've been seeing this girl, actually, she's like a woman because she's like married. She has kids or whatever. And I just I was just talking to her. So she introduced herself and then she told me that he always sees me in the gym, but he doesn't want to approach me because like I never smile. (laughs) I just laugh because that's like in the gym. I'm like in my own little bubble. I don't talk to nobody in the gym. I just, you know, get my cardio, do my weights, look at myself a few times in the mirror, keep it moving. I'm not in the gym to socialize. I'm just talking. So anyway, she's like, yeah, he wants to talk to you, but you never smile. So I just wanted to introduce myself. Um, She like asked me my name. She asked me how old I was and all this other stuff. And she relayed the message to him. So the next time I saw him in the gym, like Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday because, yeah, it was Saturday. So I was in the gym stretching or whatever. He was talking to some guy who was like right next to me. And then he introduced himself to me. And it was cool. I was like, okay, he's cute. Like, you know, he's like a little chocolate. He got good teeth in his mouth. Like, whatever. We exchanged numbers. And then right away, he was like, do you want to go have brunch? I was like, that's cool. Like, if you talk to me and then you start making plans, I'm good. And duh, my ass loves brunch. If you do anything with food, that's me. Okay. On the inside of me is a little fat Asian boy because I love to eat. Right now, I'm a pescatarian, so I don't eat meat, but anything with food, that's cool. So I booked a reservation at this brunch place, and he was like, do you need to go home and change? I was like, no, I'm good. Like, this, you see me in these clothes, sweaty? We gonna go eat brunch like this because it's Saturday, and I'm not going all the way home to shower and change to go all the way back to brunch, whatever. So we get to brunch and we have a conversation as the conversations, you know, flowing and going. He just tells me about himself. He's from Indiana. He went to school in Michigan or whatever. He has really good conversations. So my interest is Pete. We like we sat at brunch so long. And as being a person who works in the service industry, I was thinking to myself, okay, we need to get up. Because we're taking up this guy's table. He's losing money by us just sitting here. So we wrap up brunch or whatever. And then we make plans for the next day. We go out Sunday, which was the next day. And we went. We made plans to go go-karting. But my hair took a little bit longer than expected. Hashtag natural girl problems. If y'all know anything about natural hair, between the washing and the detangling, I need four hours to get my shit together um so we missed go-karting so we decided to go bowling which was super fun by the way I used to bowl NCAA so I mean I whooped his ass like the first game and then he won the last two games but I was all in it competitive and all when I have like a bowling ball in my hand my mind just like shuts off and it's just nothing but me the ball and the lanes Yeah, so Indiana guy is super cool. We've been out twice so far. He's just been texting me. The conversation has been good. You know, I like a man who's like about his life. So we'll see how that goes. 
Now, Santa, I mean, okay, y'all, his real name isn't Santa. I just call him Santa because if you think of Santa Claus, you know how Santa Claus brings you good cheer and things? Hopefully, you get gifts instead of coals. That's why I call him Santa, and he's super nice. So we have been talking since, I mean, I know the exact date, but then I'm going to sound crazy. But yeah, we've been talking since like about spring break. He has been, when I tell you all, Santa has been nothing short of amazing. I was like, God, do I deserve this man? And I felt bad for kind of questioning like, God and this man or whatever, but he's cool. So, within these four months that we've been talking and chilling, smoking and drinking and doing all this other stuff, like, he has been, like, the best guy so far. So, we met in March. And we've been cool ever since, like, since March. He's just been amazing. Like, he texts me good morning. He FaceTimed me on his lunch break. I met his friends. He's put me onto some new shows. Like our show right now is fucking Westworld. A sidebar, if you haven't seen Westworld, can y'all please watch Westworld? Like I feel like I need to work with HBO like as much as I promote Westworld, but it's amazing. So yeah, we watch Westworld. We just hang out. Like I watch him and his friends play 2K while I you know, do filters on Snapchat or whatever. It's just been, like, cool. It's really, honestly been a vibe. So here's a story of how Jay kind of almost fucked it up with Santa and deserves coals in her stockings. So one Thursday night after recording my podcast, I went out with one of my co-hosts because on Thursday nights, there's this cool little spot called Alley Cat here in Houston where... You know, it's like you can dress casual because I'm not the girl to be wearing heels out to the club. But you dress casual. These DJs spin. They're called the Waxaholics. They play 90s throwbacks. And in the front room, it's like hip hop or whatever. So I go out with one of my co-hosts and we're sitting down and this guy starts buying us drinks. Uh, Mistake number one. So (laughs) I am getting fucked up off of straight Jameson and then I switched to something that wasn't Jameson and I get drunk and a drunk J is not a good J especially a drunk J with like a guy who she likes right so I text him I'm like hey like I'm gonna come through once I leave here just stay up And I call him, and he doesn't answer. So I call him again, and he answers. And I was like, hey, I'm about to leave, so just let me know if you're up or whatever. And I'll just, like, head to your house. He didn't call me. I didn't know if he was up. I just jumped in my car. You know, that's mistake number one, drinking and fucking driving. But I hopped in the car, and I drove over to his house. And I'm, like, calling him. I'm, like, Santa, like, I'm on the way or whatever. Just stay up. I get to his house. He doesn't respond. Instead of taking, you know, like, if I was a a sober mind, it would be like, okay, Jay, just go home. 
but I wasn't of sober mind. So <laughs> I go to his window because he lives the way his house is set up. Like the master bedroom is downstairs where he um, sleeps. So I'm walking up to his house and I'm just like knocking on the window. Right. I could have been shot because hello, one, I live in Texas and two, like borderline trespassing, but trespassing. But I mean, who cares? Like when you're drunk or whatever. So I'm like knocking on his window, like knock, like I'm just knocking. Then all of a sudden the sprinklers come on and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like (laughs) the sprinklers are on. I'm intoxicated. I'm not that drunk, but I'm not so of sober mind. And I'm like knocking on his window and I'm just like, Santa, like I'm outside or whatever. Like I'm texting him this. I'm not yelling, of course, because he lives in like a white suburban neighborhood. And I wasn't trying to get shot. So he finally opens the door and he just looks at me and he like shakes his head. And I was just like, fuck, I fucked it up. So we wake up the next day. I'm of sober mind. I notice I'm like in his bed, in his house. And I'm just like, fuck. We don't talk about it. He just... um gets dressed for, like, the gym. Like, we just follow, like, the normal routine. And I hug him. I'm like, no, I don't even hug him this time. Because usually when we say bye, like, I hug him or whatever. This time, we didn't even hug. I just walked away. Like, I was so ashamed. Like, I was so embarrassed. And I was just like, okay. I didn't say nothing. Just walked away, got in my car, and drove off. So after that... Um, we were texting or whatever, and I was like, yeah, we can't do this. Like, I text him like, yeah, I can't do this, because, <laughs> I mean, I'm the type of person, like, I would just cut people off, kind of. I mean, I have a hard time letting go, but if I know I fucked up, I'm gonna just cut you off, so that way I don't necessarily have to take any of the responsibility, kind of. But I took responsibility of that night only because I really do like him. And I didn't want to seem like a fucking psycho, which I was probably in the group chats. Like, he was probably texting his friends in the group chat. I mean, his friends I met, y'all. I met his friends. So they know what I look like. Like, I'm not just like some random girl he hangs out with. Like, I literally been in your space. Like, I've seen your friends. I know how you interact. So I know I was in the group chat. And he was just like, this girl showed up to my house knocking on my window with the sprinklers on like when I tell y'all I was like wet on like all the right side I was wet (laughs) I was wet and embarrassed but he let me sleep in his house he opened the door and you know we had a little rough patch and we got we kind of got through it like we got through it or whatever so yeah that's Santa I mean like right now um we're cool we're still like hanging out and stuff, but it's just different on my ends because I feel like he is such a good guy and I'm just not in the space right now, but we can still be friends. Like I like him as a friend. And if we work towards that relationship and I can work towards that way of, okay, let me stop bullshitting. Like, let me be honest. Okay. So I do like him, but in the back of my mind is B, AKA blue shirt, who, if you've been listening to like the previous podcast, you know, that's what my friends call him. So in the back of my mind, I'm just like, okay, Santa is a good guy, like an amazing guy. We vibe. He's like 
everything. I'm not. He's logical, whereas I'm super emotional. He's super witty. I'm, you know, my senses don't, I'm kind of blonde in the head. And he's just like, like we vibe, like we click, which is like why I feel like it was okay for him to let me into his friend group, like to meet his friends, to hang out and do all this stuff. But in the back of my mind, I'm just like, okay, B's still here and I got to let this nigga go before I can get with him or whatever. So yeah, that's the kind of space I'm in right now. I feel like I just literally was talking to my therapist because... <laughs> I literally just had this conversation with her like I'm trying to do good I'm trying to choose the angel but the devil just keep dancing around me and I'm trying to let go of the devil so let's jump into the devil because okay quick backtrack to Santa we're cool I like him we still hang out um our schedules have changed because I am no longer a stay-at-home daughter I actually have a job now and his schedule changed from like nights to mornings and my schedule is all nights. So we're in that space right now. So we're trying to navigate how do we spend time with each other like on our off days when our schedules have changed. It's all weird because we're both like all about our friends, but we're also trying to be about each other. That's Santa. We're going to work it out because, you know, Santa. Santa brings you good joy. People love Christmas or whatever. All right. So here goes B. Y'all, I'm still fucking with this nigga. It hurts my heart a little bit to say that. <laughs> because it's been about like two and a half years. And, you know, in the beginning, like year one, we were just like fucking. <laughs> year one and a half to year two, we were trying to build but he has like gone through some shit like he's been engaged before and the girl was trash so he had to break off the engagement so he's dealing with like those trust issues and I'm dealing with the issues of like yo you need to commit like I'm not gonna be like single and act like a girlfriend like that don't work in my book I can't I'm a kind person like I'll do things for you but you ain't about to have me out here like looking stupid and then nah, it don't work like that, son. If you want me to be your girlfriend, you ask me to be your girlfriend. Otherwise, we're friends. I'm single and I can do whatever I want. So B, I mean, B has like, I literally, wait, I literally need like a smoke. <laughs> so B has been good, but... He's still, like, low-key kind of trifling. But in those 2.5 years, there's been, like, a little bit of love. So, you know, if you know me like I know me, like my fucking friends know me, like the group chat knows me, a J in love is a J that finds it hard to let people go. Because if you're my friend and I fuck with you, I'm loyal to, like, a fault. I will ride with you till the motherfucking wheels fall off. Speaking of which, side note, side quick side note, I was driving to work the other day and this guy was on the left hand side of me. Y'all, his wheel like rolled off as he was driving. Not the wheel part, but like the rubber part, I guess like the tire. Like he was driving, he was turning into Whataburger. He turns left and the wheel kept going straight. I was just like, what in the Houston is going on? <laughs> but, Anyway, 
that's my loyalty, right? But unlike the tire, I'm going to keep riding with you like the rim, all right? So, yeah. So, that's how it is with B. Um, I did take a little break with him, like, towards the end of May because I was like, I'm trying to do good by Santa. Like, I really want to fuck with Santa. Like, I want to see where we can go. But in the back of my mind, I was like, Santa's good. B's comfort. Let me go to comfort for a little bit. So, after blocking him and ignoring him for two weeks and him being butthurt, I finally unblocked him and... He was, when I tell y'all, he was all in his feelings, like, nigga, okay, so can someone tell me why, when you do what niggas do to you, they be so mad, like, they just be so hurt, like, they didn't expect you to, for you to treat them like they treat treated you, or treat you at the current moment. So, I mean, we had a conversation, and I explained to him, like, yo, if you want to be friends, we'll be friends. That's cool. If you want to be in a relationship, then you need to say those words. Because until then, I'm single. I let him know about Santa. I let him know I'm dating. I just let him know, like, I'm not your girlfriend. You're not my boyfriend. I'm not your wife. You're not my husband. I'm single. You're single. Like, we do what we want to do. So do not, like, hit my line talking about you feeling some type of way because... You see me post on Snapchat or something like I had a date. So we came to that understanding and now he's trying to do better. But I feel like by the time he gets his shit together and the time he and by the time he figures out that work is like work is cool. But the way he treats work is like work is his wife and everything else just falls into line. So, I mean, that's a little annoying because he will literally be like. I mean, I can't be mad because he works. Like, I'm definitely not mad because he works. And he has, like, a really, 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 really amazing job. So I'm not mad at that. I'm just, it's just a little frustrating that the way he prioritizes work is, like, sometimes work is even over, like, his family. And that fucking sucks because I feel like he's using work as, like, a like a thing, like a distract, like to distract him from like real life problems or whatever. Yeah. So that is B. I mean, yeah, we're trying, but I'm just kind of like, I'm getting over it. Cause you know, it's been like literally almost th- like August is like three years of this. So I'm tired. I would rather be like your friend now and just move on and live in like my happy little bubble. So that's my dating life so far. I mean, (laughs) I let y'all in my business, which was awkward as fuck. I literally had to drink like three glasses of champagne to find the nerve and like (laughs) the vulnerability to let y'all into my life because I'm really not that person unless you're truly my friend. I'm more of the Jay wants to be nosy. I want to know about your dating life. I want to know what you do, how you live in, like, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? How you treating your relationships? But it was cool to let y'all in my dating life. I'll definitely do this again. A little less champagne, a little less smoke, but it was fun. Um, I will definitely keep y'all updated on Jay's dating life. There will be more Jay's takeout. Jay's table for one sessions. I felt like I was literally talking to my therapist. I had to be honest with myself, you know, 
in some of these stories. That was cool. It's like y'all were invited to my therapist's couch and y'all get to listen to the shit I go through and the shit she hears. And she, as long as y'all are probably like, Jay, you'll get it together one day. Until then, you know, just keep me living your life. Oh, so I have a story to tell y'all. I for, I almost forgot. How could I forget this story? Because it was so shocking. Like, it literally caught me off guard. So, you know, some prior podcasts, like um, the episode, well, like one episode, Pussy Money Steak 48. It was like the Valentine's Day episode. I was talking about how my morals keep me from being an IG model from having a Snapchat premium, you know, from being a sugar baby. And y'all, when I tell y'all, this guy approached me and he was like, you know, he asked me to be his sugar baby. And I was just like, what about me says I need to be like some man sugar baby, okay? But before he asked me all that, like we hung out once. So that's how that led to that conversation. Um, I found out he was like a former NBA player. And because I'm nosy, I love to ask questions. So I was just asking him questions. Found out, dude is married. Like this man has a whole wife at home. And you're asking me to be your sugar baby. I was low-key flattered and appalled at the same time. Like as much as I'm a not against marriage, but as much as I myself am not into marriage or would rather have a partner than like the marriage aspect in my life right now. That was super disrespectful to me because I'm just like, nigga, what? You would disrespect your wife for some pussy? Not that I was giving him any, but I'm just like, niggas are out here wild. Like, wilding out what are you doing sir so it basically like the conversation was like yeah I'm married because to the date he wore his wedding ring and I was just like okay so yeah this is awkward because I'm sitting at a bar with a guy who has a wedding ring on I have no ring on my finger We're having this conversation, and then after I dip out because I'm super uncomfortable, I feel like, okay, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just going off, but I just, like, I feel like some places need to have those signs, like, if you're uncomfortable on a date right now, order such and such. I feel like every restaurant needs to have that because the amount of uncomfort I felt was, like... Like, I'm just so grossed out thinking about it. So later, after I left, he texted me and he was like, you know, we can make an arrangement. I'll pay you every other Friday to be my sugar baby. He didn't use the word sugar baby, but I knew what he meant. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I thought about it. (laughs) Because, duh, sometimes money, you know, being like... A college student, you know, I have baby girl lifestyle. I like bags. I like traveling. But I like to get that on my own dime. So I was just like, nah, I'm good. Like, I will, and I know karma will get me so bad 
and the Lord would punish me so hard. So I think about like all these things because I was like, if I didn't have morals and I was just out here with my Snapchat premium account, which I do not have, by the way, if I was out here showing my whole asshole on Instagram, which I don't, by the way, like if I was just out here, you know what I'm saying? I would have a bag. Not like a literal bag, but like a bag of money. But it's just, I just had to tell that story because he really caught me off guard. And I was just like, I feel like God just be testing me. Because that was a test right there. Because the amount he was paying every other Friday for some pussy, I was like, sir, your wife. (laughs) But yeah, thank y'all again. I mean, wild, right? Thank y'all again for tuning into this episode of Jay's Take Out the Podcast. I will definitely be sure to keep y'all updated with the black guy from Indiana because what's in Indiana? Can someone like slide in my DMs on Instagram underscore January and tell me what's in Indiana besides the Pacers and the Colts? Tell me what's in Indiana and I will definitely keep the blog updated at www.jaystakeout.com. Next week, I'll have co-hosts and I'll be able to get in their business and not be uncomfortable sharing some of my business with y'all. Thanks for tuning in. And if you do have like any questions or concerns or some advice for me on this episode, you know, between like what guy seems or sounds about right for Jay. Don't try to set me up on no blind date because I ain't do it. Don't like, mm -mm, I don't want to date your cousin, your friend, your cousin's friend. You know what I'm saying? Just give me some advice on what's going in my life between these three guys. Because I am kind of picky in real life. But yeah, thank y'all again for tuning in. And also on my Instagram, every Tuesday, I play a game called This or That. I write some outrageous questions and have my followers decide if they would choose this or that for instance like today I wrote would you rather cash money or no limit right a lot of people chose cash money in the 90s like that was the question but yeah thank y'all for tuning in I said thank y'all like five times already I'm just so thankful um (laughs) You can follow me on Instagram at underscore January. And again, for like the 15th time, the blog is www.jaystakeout.com. And you can send your advice to jaystakeout at gmail.com. I truly appreciate y'all for tuning in and getting into my business. When I tell y'all again, this was so awkward, so uncomfortable, but I'm so glad I did it. I'll be back with more Jay's Table for One. Thank y'all and bye.